Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Well, once again from Luke, you can picture this one. The Pharisee comes into the temple area, takes up his position, and Jesus says, did you hear it? It was a very small little phrase. He said the following prayer to himself. The Pharisees was not really praying. It was not a prayer going to God. He was talking to himself. Very interesting detail. Thank God I'm not like the rest of humanity. And then he lists all the sins. And then he even looks back in the temple area and said, or like this tax collector. I tithe, I fast. He goes on to list his accomplishments. Now, probably nobody here would ever do that, would ever pray like he prayed to himself, right? We would never say, oh, I do that. But you know what we would say? I've heard people say this. You know what? If I'm honest, it's been in my mind too. I'm a good person. I don't do bad things. I do good things. Now, it's toned down, but it's exactly what the Pharisee is talking about. There's a difference, though, because we are good. God made us in his image and likeness. So at the core of our being, basic Catholic doctrine is that we are good. But when we say it that way, that I'm a good person, we're really saying, I don't have any faults. Not really. Little things, nothing big. We're like the Pharisee. We're not really seeing truly ourselves. We're covering up. And then we're comparing. Look at these other people. They do all these robberies and murders. And I'm not like them. We are in that boat. I'm in that boat. It slips into my mind. If I ever thought it consciously, I'd say, oh, no, 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 I'm not like that. But it's in my heart because that thought is sometimes there without thinking about it. In contrast to that, Jesus tells about the tax collector. You know what? They wouldn't even think a tax collector would go to the temple. They were crooked. They were in league with Rome. They were cheats. They were always trying to cheat us out of our money. So the tax collector's way in the back, and he doesn't even look up. He beats his breast and says, Oh God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And Jesus says, God heard his prayer. He goes home forgiven. It's quite a contrast. This is a good time to talk about confession. The question you hear the most is, Why do I have to go to confession? Why can't I go directly to God? He did. Why can't we just do that? Well, the truth is we do that as Catholics. You say you're active contrition daily, or we just said confidior right now together. We are called to go to God directly. But Jesus gave us this great gift. He knew we needed that gift. You know, sometimes, especially those of you who are married, you know, sometimes one spouse does something that really hurts the other. And sometimes you can just go on. You just start acting nice. The other person kind of gets the impression, well, I know he's probably sorry because he's acting nice now. 
But there's some other things that you know you can't just go on. And your spouse knows you just can't go on. We got to talk about this one. We got to face this one. It needs something more has to happen for there to be peace again. Well, Jesus knew we needed that. When he came back after the resurrection, he appeared to the apostles. He came through the doors and he said, peace be with you. And then he said to the apostles, the leaders, whosoever sins you forgive, they're forgiven in heaven. Whosoever sins you hold bound on earth are held bound in heaven. He could have said, it would have made a beautiful verse, tell the people to pray to my father for forgiveness and he will forgive them their sins. It would have been beautiful. But he didn't say that. He told them, you forgive them. Because he knew there's times when we need to hear the words, you're forgiven, especially about the big things. And he knows that we need to get it out. And that happens. Jesus did it when people would come up to him when they were ill or sick. And he would say to them, your sins are forgiven. You remember the woman at the dinner? She's crying on his feet. Woman, your sins are forgiven. And the Pharisees say, who is he to forgive sins? Only God can forgive sins. Jesus wanted that to continue. Let me share with you this piece of theology. When he died on the cross, we say he died for every one of us. There's no way on Good Friday, because Jesus was God and man, that he could have thought of all of our names and all the other billions on that moment. He could not have thought of every one of us individually. But Jesus found a way through confession to make it personal. When you're there, Jesus is in the person of the priest. At that moment, it is personal. It's just for you. At that moment, we touch the cross. And what he did there affects my life and yours. It was ingenious. He found a way to make it so personal. Just like when we come at the table in a few minutes. He wanted to stay with us. Jesus, really present in his body and blood, will be on your hand or on your tongue. He found a way. So as we continue Mass tonight, give thanks for the great gift that Jesus gave to us in his forgiveness, in this powerful sacrament. And if it's been a while since you've gone, the magic phrase when you go in is, Father, it's been a while. Can you help me? We'll take care of the whole thing. I'll tell you everything you're supposed to do. You don't have to worry about a thing. Let's pray, though, for the grace that if that attitude of the Pharisee ever slips in, that we'll notice it and turn it around. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.